Hello, my name is Faith Madika, and welcome to Mentorship Series for Well College Fellows. With us today, we have Amy Horan, the founder of the budgets.com and also a financial fitness coach. She will be talking to us about how to manage our money and budget on um, our stipends and the little money that we receive. So sit back, relax, and I hope you learn a lot. My name is Amy Horn. I am director and co-founder of a financial coaching outfit called www.thebudgetstore.com. Good afternoon, everybody. It is my honor and privilege to be here with you today. I am here today to talk to you about your personal finances. The first slide I sent to you is a fact sheet. I use the United States as an information background so you can understand some relevant information about money as it relates to people. Now America is considered one of the wealthiest countries in the world. Most people want to come to the United States for a better life, but you would be surprised to find out that a lot of Americans are struggling in their personal finances. The second slide I sent to you says one in 10 Americans earn over $100,000 or more every year. The average American earns about $56,000 a year. In spite of that amount of money that comes into an American household, 74% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. What does that mean? Living paycheck to paycheck means they only have enough money from the income that they earn. They don't have any extra money to spend and they have to wait until their next pay comes in for them to have money. So living paycheck to paycheck means if you earn $10 every 10 days, by day number 10, you are out of money. You don't have any backup resources. You don't have any more money other than borrowing. So you're very eager for your next pay to come in so you can have some money. In the very rich country of the United States, 44% of adults who are working cannot afford $400 for an emergency. 64% of Americans cannot afford $1,000 to use towards an emergency. This means they don't have $400 or they don't have $1,000 in their account to go back and help them should they have any monetary need outside of their basic essentials. Over half of Americans use debt of some kind. They borrow money to survive on a day-to-day -day basis. This is called using a credit card. A credit card basically is a loan that is given to you by a creditor or a company and you use that money in form of a card to make purchases, food, travel, gas or fuel to pay for your cell phones you borrow money from a company or a bank 
and you pay them that back that money with quite a lot of interest. The interest rate on credit cards averages 26% of whatever it is you owe on the credit card. Most American households owe approximately $90,000 on a credit card. Only 32% of Americans plan their money. 49% are scared, fearful, or anxious about their financial health. 57% try not to talk about their financial issues so they don't get any help and more than 13% of Americans don't have any money saved for when they are too old and have no money to take care of themselves and cannot work. Emmanuel, you are absolutely correct. Credit is very high valued in the United States. Many organizations cannot operate without credit. Many organizations don't know what to do when people present cash especially when people present cash for large purchases like a house or a car or something that costs a few thousand dollars. You are absolutely correct. The system that is run in Nigeria is a lot better. It keeps people from borrowing money. Nathan, you ask a good question. Why is it like that? It's like that because one, credit cards are actually more convenient than cash. The whole idea of credit previously was to allow people the convenience of not having to carry around a lot of cash like you would do in Nigeria. You could just use a card to pay for things. But then credit evolved into something that people could use as a backup when they didn't have enough cash. And then a transition into credit is something that people use primarily because they don't have enough cash. Now that is the situation in the United States is that a lot of people owe a lot of money. Um, in a country like Nigeria, People do owe money, not in the same way as Americans owe money. Sometimes you owe money to friends, to a bank, to a cooperative, or certain other organizations that give loans. A lot of that has to do with the fact that some people don't earn enough and have to make their, meet their needs by taking loans. Now you guys are on a path where in the program that you are with WOW, you are being encouraged to leave way outside the box. You're being encouraged to harness your skills. You're being encouraged to seek an education and develop opportunities that would be of great benefit and value to you, both financially and in terms of advancement in life. As the WOW program continues to try to teach you to do better with your life, one of the things that we want to make sure that you are capturing early is how it is possible to do well in life and still not do well financially. It is possible to earn well and still be poor. We looked at that in the first slide that I had sent, the first fact sheet that I had sent to you, that slide said, one in 10 Americans earn over $100,000. The average American earns $56,000. However, 74% of Americans still don't have enough money to get on with their life. 
and 64% of Americans still don't have enough money to cover an emergency. It is usually not because people don't earn well. It is usually because people do not value or pay attention to the time value of money. The time value of money. This mentorship session is meant to encourage you and teach you how to harness your money's potential early. What does that mean, harnessing your money's potential early? The American system of credit is not really a good one. It can be very convenient if you are disciplined, but many people are not disciplined. I have clients who owe $83,000 in debt. They're going to be paying debt for a very long time. And by the time they are done paying for that debt, they would have paid over $10,000 in interest. That is not a good way to live. Now planning early is a better way to live and that's what we're gonna cover in our remaining 30 minutes together. There are a few basic things that we need to consider. As you start earning money or you have pocket money, the first things to consider are the three basic things that you do with your finances. One is that you budget. What is a budget? A budget is a plan for your money. A budget says I have a thousand naira coming in and I'm going to spend the thousand naira on XYZ. The next thing to have is a savings plan. Savings are very important in life. To save means we have to have determination to be prepared for life's emergencies that will certainly happen. The last thing is retirement savings. We are all going to get old in life. We are guaranteed that. And when we are old, we are guaranteed to be probably feeble or not able to work as hard as we worked when we were young. It is wisdom that calls for us to not spend all the money we have now, but to start planning our money, be disciplined, put things away, save for emergencies. So when we do have an emergency, we have some, if not all the money to cover it, or when we do get old, we have some savings to help support whatever income we have at that time. So we are not living old and poor. One of the things that we wanna teach you today is planning your money. I recommend when you are planning your money that you think about how much you can save now. Now, it may require some sacrifices. When I was younger, I went down to eating two meals in a day to allow me to save a little bit of money for emergencies. Sometimes I only had a meal in a day. I tried not to buy new clothes. I tried not to get too much makeup. I tried to get the things that were essential to me. Even though I had the money to get more, I preferred to save my money. 
I started learning the value of saving and planning for the future when I was a lot younger. How many of you get your pocket money from maybe your parents or your guardians or those who are sponsoring you to school and you just spend your money? You buy things without thinking or planning. You don't plan on saving money. You think it's okay to spend your money on whatever it is you desire at the time. If you do that, a better approach in life is to sit down, calculate how much you have, and figure out what your essential needs are, and figure out what your wants are, and know the difference. In planning your money, it is very important to understand your needs versus the things that you want. Your needs are the things you absolutely cannot do without. An example of a need for a student is food. Another example of a need is your textbooks, money for research, money for labs, money for transportation to get you to class. These are examples of needs. A want is things you would like to have, but you do not have to have them and you can do away with them. Your life will not end if you do not have your wants. Examples of wants is buying a new shirt or new trousers. Example of another want is um, getting your nails done or buying a new purse or buying extra makeup. Those are things that you do not need to live you would just rather have them because they're a little bit more convenient to have. When people come to me, we have them differentiate between their needs and their wants. We start planning their money solely based on their wants. The average person's wants who is not a student would need somewhere to sleep at night, so that usually is a home of some sort, rented or owned, the other thing would be food, transportation, water, and money to pay essential services such as hospital bills. Things that normally will classify as wants that we put in another category is something like cable TV or data plans on your phone. If your phone is not used for your job, or if your phone is not required for school, that would be a want. Buying a new phone, buying a Samsung phone instead of buying a cheaper phone, buying expensive clothes, changing clothes when clothes we have may still be okay. Those are some examples of things that we classify as wants and many people get in trouble with their personal finances because they classify needs and wants and put everything in, in the same bucket and make everything a priority when they do not have enough money to reach it all. If you have a thousand Naira as your allowance or as your income, it is recommended that you consider saving 20% of it, so that would be 200 Naira, saving that 
only for your retirement. You will use that money when you're too old and you can't work. We recommend that you save 10% of it for your life's emergencies. Your life's emergencies are going to happen. You will need money for emergencies. And then we recommend you spend about 70% of your money on your day-to-day living. That includes your housing, that includes your food, that includes your cell phone, your data plans, and other bills, electricity, water, fuel, other bills, or other expenses that you have. The next thing I want to talk about is saving. We save because we want to leave a legacy for our children. We save because we want to have a good income for the rest of our lives. We save because we want to be prepared for the unexpected. We save because we want to do certain things in life, such as starting your own business. So when we start saving early, we are able to reach a lot of our life's goals if we start putting away money early. If you saved 1,000 Naira every week for a year, you will have 52,000 Naira saved up. If you saved 52,000 Naira for 20 years, you will have over a million Naira saved up. If you save 52,000 Naira for 40 years, you will have over 2 million Naira saved up. I was talking with a few people and they said 1,000 Naira is not a lot of money for many people to put aside. Well, it could be a lot of money. It could require some sacrifices. But if you think about your future and you think about the little that you can put away, you can get great dividends for that little if you start early and if you are consistent. Savings is intentionally putting away money for future urgent needs. You could have something called general savings or you could have specific savings where you're saving for a specific life event. For example, saying that you're going to get married in five years, you can start today saving a little bit of money. So in five years, you will have some money for your wedding or that you're going to start your own business in 10 years. You can start now putting away a little bit of money so that in 10 years, you have some money saved up for your business. All right, guys, I only had an hour with you. This is a very large topic. There is so much that can be discussed in this topic. But I hope if you have learned anything today, you have learned the last slide that I just sent to you, the time value of your money. Money you spend today cannot be spent tomorrow. Money you waste today cannot be used tomorrow. And money you save or invest today will continue to grow tomorrow. I thank you for my time with you. It has been an honor talking to all of you. Please send me your questions if you have them, and I will be happy to address your questions. And I will now turn it over to Miss Faith. Thank you for having me. God bless you guys. I hope you've learned a lot. And I hope you actually put to good use what you've learned 
remember to identify what your needs and what your wants are and also to make a budget according to that plan also remember that money set aside today will be used in the future to try to save once again thank you mrs amy horan bye